Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Rose from the United States. Rose is going to tell us her daughter Layla's story, and Layla has Crohn's. Thank you for joining me, Rose. You're welcome. Could you I'm tell glad us? Glad to be here. Thank you. Could you tell us when um, Layla first got sick? Well, I noticed that something was wrong with her on May 9th of 2012, um, and even before that, I was kind of concerned about her. Not in a serious way, but she was becoming a young lady. She had started her menstrual cycle at 10. And so I noticed that she was getting a little bit thinner. And, you know, friends and family would say, oh, she's developing. She's Her, her body shape is going to change. She's going to lose the body fat. She'll be fine. So that was, um, you know, right before May. And then on May 9th, I, for some reason, it was my birthday. I'll never forget it. I asked her to lift her shirt while she was getting ready for school and show me her back, and I saw her rib cage, May 9th, 2012, and I was frantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took her to school, and I immediately called the doctor. I said, we have to be seen today. There's something seriously wrong with my daughter. So we saw the doctor that very day. They got us in that day. The nurse uh, got me in, and she saw a wonderful doctor, and he immediately started a whole bunch of tests on her, and at first they thought, oh, maybe it's just uh, anorexia. You know, maybe she's doing this. I said, no, my daughter doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, from that point, we finally got to a, a, a GI doctor only by my insistence that um, my insurance company appointed someone that could see her in August. Well, this was May 9th. And they said, we can see her in August. I said, no, that's too long. She'll be she'll be emaciated mm-hmm. because by the time we got to the doctor, her normal weight was about 125. She weighed 82 pounds. Wow. So you can imagine my shock and my guilt and my, I was just ashamed that I didn't notice at 82 pounds, you know, that far down that something was wrong, except for that very day. I said, I got to do something. Mm -hmm. So after all the doctors, they sent us through all kinds of consults, an allergy specialist down in Colorado Springs by the name of Dr. Storms. Uh, he's an expert here. He has clinics that do research and they did her celiac test and they did, we were sent to a counselor to make sure she wasn't mentally ill, like uh, doing anorexia and you know bulimia, and she wasn't. She's perfectly healthy in that regard. And before she got sick, she was a husky, well-developed uh, 10-year-old, 11-year-old who had lots of muscle tone, and she was a soccer player ever since she was four years old. So at 11 years old, she was a husky, beautiful, just, you know, sturdy, stout little girl. Mm-hmm. And and she was strong. And so at 82 pounds, you know, something was really, she was really sick with something. So finally, on June 29th of 2012, after I insisted that I find my own GI doctor, I found um, John Yabby, and he uh, brought her in as soon as he could. And on June 29th, she went for a colonoscopy, a colonoscopy and an endoscopy, and they found Crohn's. Mm-hmm. And it was our worst, you know, we, you know, we had our head down. We, we didn't want to hear anything bad. We just wanted to hear, 
you know, it was just a fluke and she'll be fine and, you know, whatever. But he found Crohn's and then that's the story where it starts from there because he immediately put her on Remicade. Uh, well, first I think he put her on prednisone uh, and then, um, you know, to get her a little bit well and then put her on a Remicade infusion treatment, which we did on a regular schedule. I think it was every two months for about a year and a half. And she was really, she was doing really well. I mean, her, her inflammation rates were still high, but she wasn't as sick mm-hmm. as she was before. And she started to gain weight. And, you know, you may have heard that uh, they say that Remicade, you you become immune to it. And um, she didn't have any allergic reactions, but she she eventually grow, grew to where she just couldn't, it didn't do any good. Her Her inflammation rates were still really high, and she just wasn't as well as he would hope. And so he would ask us, well, you know, our next step will be, um, those other meds like Azacol and the anti-inflammatories that everybody else takes. And I said, well, you've forgotten that she's allergic to NSAIDs. She can't take any anti-inflammatories. And so he made us go back to the allergy doctor and retest to make sure that she was allergic because we already knew, but we went and we made sure that she's allergic to Motrin and Advil and, you know, all the anti-inflammatories she gets, um, an itchy throat and swollen, you know, itchy uh, ears and itchy throat and itchy tongue. And, and they don't let it go any further to see what else will happen. They just give her the Benadryl and say, okay, she's allergic. <laughs> so anyway, so she was never able to take the standard drugs that I've always heard people taking, uh, including my sister-in-law who takes, I think she takes Azacol. I'm not sure, but she's 60 something. And so I said, okay, we can't do that regimen. We can't do that treatment. And, and Remicade, we could keep trying, but you know, like give it a break and then go back on it. And so he asked if she would be willing to try a trial study out of the Children's Hospital of uh, Denver, which may have originated in the United Kingdom, but it was uh, the enteral nutrition by drinking Ensure. So she immediately stood up for the challenge and said, I'm doing it, because her only other option was Humira or try Remicade again or go into one of those meds that she's allergic to. And so she immediately told Dr. Yazdi, I will do the liquid diet. He said, we have to start, you know, you can pick a date, but when you do it, you can't quit. You've got to do it for 60 days straight and we'll see how well you get, you know. And so before she got on it, we watched videos. We went to a surgeon to see if she would rather have the tube in her stomach or if she'd rather do the nose method. You know, uh, I don't even know the names, the official medical names, but either nose or a tube in her stomach. And after she saw the surgeon for the tube, she said, absolutely not. I'm going to drink that stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, but you have to drink six bottles a day for 60 days. And she said, I'm going to do it. And she did it. <laughs> and she was a what you would call a spokesperson for his other pediatric patients who he was trying to get them to try something new. And even though we never met them and we don't really know, we knew their names, we didn't know their faces, and that's only because they voluntarily called me and I spoke to them about Layla's success with the insurer. Mm-hmm. And um, so she drank uh, broth and liquid, or insure and broth and um, organic teas for 60 days, didn't eat a thing, and got well, quote unquote. Uh, her, all her inflammation rates dropped. They didn't normalize. But everything got better. Her her bowel movements were better. You know, it, it, just everything was wonderful. <laughs> and then something happened uh, in December of 2013 
I believe it was on the 5th of December, close to that date, maybe the 1st, but it, it lasted for, uh, she ended up in the hospital. She had a bleed out. She uh, woke up one morning and told me that she she had almost fainted and she dropped to her knees to make sure she didn't fall. And then she came to the stairway and she said, Mom, there's something wrong. And then I, I said, well, what's wrong? She said, I, I don't know, but I, I almost fainted. I said, well, did you already go to the bathroom? She said, no. And she went to the bathroom and it was a toilet bowl full of blood. So she had a, she bled out. Mm-hmm. Um, I called the doctor. He told me to rush her to the Memorial Hospital for Children. I did that. Um, they did all kinds of scopes on her and a nuclear medicine scope where they put the dye in her and tried to find the source of the bleed. Never found it. She ended up being admitted for five days while they did a um, colonoscopy and couldn't find anything. And by then she had stopped. And then he decided to do prednisone and remicade one more time to make absolutely sure she was well. All this time she's still on the on the liquid diet. Um, she um, improved obviously. Prednisone gets you well for a short you know a short period. It gets you well pretty fast. And he did that, and then we did a, a, a Remicade infusion. And then she got right back to, by then we were in 2014 probably, and then she, you know, her inflammation rates were going up and up and up and up. So by May of 2014, we decided to try medical marijuana, the high CBDs, the cannabidiol. And so I took her to a medical marijuana doctor, and she uh evaluated her records and decided, okay, no problem. We'll give you the license and you get to start doing it. And so for a whole year, year and a half, she's been on CBDs of just edible CBDs where she chew up a little, it looks like a Tootsie Roll kind of thing. And she would take that morning and night, uh, not very high milligrams. I think the highest we got her was maybe 10 milligrams and it worked her, her, um, her rates came down. Um, but then in July of 2015, we she went to camp. She went to a Crohn's and Colitis camp, and she came home sick. Like, literally the day I picked her up, the next day she felt sick. And she lost uh, a whole bunch of weight within a week, about 10 pounds. Um, she, we didn't know what was wrong with her. We just thought she was having a flare. So I just bumped up the CBDs, you know, trying to get the inflammation down because we we were trusting in the CBDs for the medical marijuana. And uh, I thought I got her well enough and I was going to keep her here, but we were going on a trip to see my father for his 95th birthday and she insisted she was okay to go. So we went. Well, we ended up, long story short, we went ended up at the Children's Hospital, Cook Children's Hospital in Fort Worth, Texas, because she had a fever for three days. I never could break it. She had C. diff. Mm. so very severe she had lost a lot of weight I think she weighed 106 I can't remember but it was pretty bad (laughs) you know because we were used to seeing her pretty healthy pretty happy-go-lucky she's a really you know uh, courageous happy young lady to be going through all this stuff and so the doctor said I'm so glad you came in because we caught it in time where she's not we don't have to admit her we're just going to give her all these medicines prednisone etc you know antibiotic all those all these things and they gave her those meds, and she got well. Well, in the summer of, right before, she, while she was at camp, I went on a business trip, and I met Noreen Griffith. Um, 
the uh, immune therapeutics woman. Do you know who I'm speaking of when I say that name? Okay. So I met her in Las Vegas by chance at my business convention for Legal Shield. I'm an, an agent. And we were there in the same hotel, and we just happened to just kind of, you know, make eye contact. And I asked her a question, and we, she gave me her business card, and we talked about Crohn's. We talked for about probably two hours. And she said, when I got back to Colorado, the police contact Dr. Paul Battle about my daughter. Well, you know, when I got back, I thought, well, I'm not going to do that yet. But, but, but then she got sick in Fort Worth because I had been to my business convention for the first week of July. And then the second week we were in Texas and she was sick as, you know, near death is the way I think of it because C. diff is so dangerous. And then that made my mind up. I got back to Colorado on the 1st of August, 3rd of August of 2015, and I called Dr. Battle's office and made an appointment. We got in in three days, I think. We got in on the 8th of August. He started her on LDN, low-dose naltrexone, uh, and obviously he started that little, um, you know, at 1.5 milligrams, and then you bump it up slowly over a few months. And during that time that she had started You know, obviously her labs weren't, I mean, her labs were okay because of the prednisone from the sickness from the C. diff, but they weren't perfect. And so on the 2nd of uh, September, we saw Dr. Yazdi, her GI doc, and he did the labs as usual. And she still had, um, I still think it may have been from the prednisone, but her, uh, in August after her sickness before, we saw, we saw Dr. Yazdi on August 7th and we saw Dr battle on August 8th and on August the 7th her calprotectin was uh, like 535 well by September after being on LDN since August 8th on September the 2nd her her calprotectin had dropped to 453 wow and so you know we were already thinking oh we found something but then we had to be careful about you know the hopeful thinking because we thought well maybe she's still coming off for the prednisone from Mm -hmm. being so sick um, and so I um, w- waited till obviously the November labs. I, I reported everything back to Dr. Battle. Everything that Yazzie does, I reported back to Battle, and he saw the labs from September and he, you know, reassured us that you just keep keep going with the LDN and we'll see what happens. So on November the sixth, we did her next labs, and everything was normal. Wow. We were we were praising God. We were praising LDM. We were praising Dr. Battle. We were, we were just like, oh my God, this is a miracle. And even Dr. Yazdi said, you are a miracle child. And he also said to me, after we told him all this, after we saw him and he read these results to us, her calprotectin was normalized. Her sedimentation rate was uh, seven normal. Uh, her calprotect. Oh, that was, oh, wait, I'm reading the wrong thing again. That's August. Why did I, I have two calprotectins? Oh, I'm sorry. C-reactive protein was normalized. Sed rate was normalized. And calprotectin was 164. And normal is less than 120. So we were so ecstatic, you know. And at that point, Dr. Yazdi said, you know, I could give her, instead of you going all the way to battle every time for this LDN, I could give her LDN. I said, well, why didn't you tell us that in the first place? Why did you Why did you never tell us? Because we were told by battle and all these people, I kept asking before we went to the appointment, 
can we get this from our GI doc? They said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't guarantee it. I doubt it very seriously. Mm. They just don't, they don't believe in, you know, except for the pharmaceuticals like Humira and all those others. And I said, are you sure, you know, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're never going to get it from your GI doc. And then after all these results with Layla, Dr. Yazzie said, I could have given you that. <laughs> we were, we, you know, we didn't really say anything to him, but we looked at each other like, really? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we were ecstatic, happy, high fives, you know, all that crazy stuff. And Layla was like, oh, my gosh, I'm well, you know, and we, we already had seen it. She had already been feeling well, August, September, you know, October. And here it is. November labs are normal. And so I always go on the LDN.org site and all those blogs and everything. That's how I found your request about testimony. And I said, you know, Layla was wanting to tell kids about her enteral nutrition success. She wanted to be like, she was like a poster child. That's what they called her at the clinic, her, the poster child of enteral nutrition, because it worked for her, you know. But we didn't want to keep her on a liquid diet for the rest of her life, you know. And that's why we tried the CBDs. And we're not against medical marijuana or the CBDs either. As a matter of fact, Battle said it wouldn't hurt for her to continue to take CBDs, you know, but... She hasn't taken them on a daily basis since she started LDN. We wanted to see if it was LDN alone that was doing this, mm -hmm. you know, just like any other thing. You think, well, what was it, the prednisone? Was it the CBDs? What is it, you know? And so she has not really gone back on it unless she has an issue with some other things. And she does have other issues with bones and joints and muscle uh, problems. So I have given her some higher, like a uh, an edible that may have some THC in it to get rid of the pain that she might be having in a joint because she was having shoulder problems, leg problems, back problems, and she's in therapy to try to relieve some of the, um, she has a knot, he says, like a spasm in her back where there's a knot under her shoulder blade, and she has had to stop doing karate because she's in too much pain. Mm -hmm. So we give her stuff, you know, when, when she says, hey, I, I'm having some pain. But those pains are not from her gut. Those pains are not from Crohn's. It's other types of pains, you know, not not um, digestive. And so, uh, like I told you before, when I wrote to you that her next labs would not come out till this week, and they did. We did them early. We did them the first or second week of January, and I've got those back. And once again, in front of me, calprotectin is a little bit higher than it was in November, but it's still really good. It's 176. Uh, her sedimentation rate went a little bit up to nine. It was seven. Now it's nine. And then her C-reactive protein is 2.9. You know, his comments are, you know, no serious inflammation, excellent job, you know, Quite good, very, and he he's from the United Kingdom too, Doctor Yazdi. Um, so that's that's it in a nutshell. We are very grateful that I met Noreen. We're grateful that we have Doctor Battle. We're grateful that there's such a thing as LDN that we should have known about already, <laughs> mm -hmm. probably from the very beginning. Instead of her going through the suffering that she went through, but she's she's a She's well-adjusted, she's happy, she's very strong, courageous, just, I don't know, she's well beyond her, she's mature and well beyond her years, and it's probably a lot to do with the illness. And what about her weight? 
her weight right now is 120. Mm-hmm. And they say that anything above 116 is good for her height because she stopped growing and she's five foot three and a half. Okay. So she's pretty stout. She's pretty, you know, solid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's good, isn't it, for somebody with Crohn's to be solid? <laughs> it is. It's I. Everybody I meet, I tell them about it. And I ask them to please tell Dr. Battle that I referred them, but I'm not sure if that's happening. I mean, everybody I meet, even today, I told two more people about it while I was at my doctor. And I didn't even think of telling you this. I don't know why. After I did all the research all the time, and I'm constantly going back to remind myself what I read and read it again, and I have fibromyalgia and arthritis, so I requested LDN from my military treatment facility doctor, and after a kind of a mess with it, I finally got it, and TRICARE paid for it. Well, they paid the, you know, whatever, I paid the deductible, but now I'm on LDN for my fibromyalgia, and I feel great after two weeks. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was head-to-toe miserable and debilitating nausea and debilitating pain, just didn't know what to do with myself, didn't know how to get help, didn't know what was wrong with me. Like, I mean, I've had fibromyalgia at least since I was 40 and I'm mm-hmm. 52 and I just never could figure out what can I do? What can I do? I'm I'm not the type of person to complain. I'm I'm retired military. I'm stronger than this. I can do this. But finally, I after reading all the articles about LDN and fibromyalgia, I said, you know what? I'm going to go ask my doctor for this. And if they don't give it to me, I'm going to go to Dr. Battle because Dr. Battle already told me, come to me and I will help you, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just took a chance and asked my doctor, and he gave me a prescription, and I got it compounded at a local pharmacy, and now I'm on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Well, Paul so. has been a speaker at um, several conferences now, and he's going to uh, be a speaker at the conference in Orlando um, next month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, he talks about his son who's got Crohn's. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so, he told us about him immediately. Yeah. I mean, he's got a very personal interest in it, but uh, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He And he is so dedicated to LDN. It's um, really inspiring listening to him talking. So, Well, that part I've never got to see. I've never even been on any one of the web things where I could listen to him talk even though he's told me about it and he, every time I talk to him he has so much information to give me that you know we really don't have time the last appointment we has was, had was a telephonic one because of a snowstorm uh, I think that was in November after her first lab results and he was ecstatic too he just said holy cow you know she's well mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah That's so he's amazing. wonderful well thank you very much for sharing uh, Layla's story and your story too, and I hope that you continue improving with um, with LDN, and maybe we can do a follow up next year. That would be very good to see how yeah, you're both getting be, on. I, I would I would be um, more than willing to do that, and I referred another friend whose daughter has I'm, I might screw this name up, but it's CRPS, I think. It's a nerve yes. pain disorder, mm-hmm. and she's only twelve. Goodness. And so she went to Dr. Battle. She had heard of him, but she didn't trust it. And then when she heard from me, she went. And her daughter is now on LDN, and I think she's improving. Mm-hmm. So they had tried everything for the past probably three years and couldn't get, you know, results. And now she's with Dr. Battle. Thank you very much for sharing your stories.
I'd like to introduce Sally from Scotland, who takes LDM for Crohn's disease. Thank you for joining me, Sally. That's a pleasure. Could you tell me when you first started experiencing your Crohn's symptoms? Oh, probably as far back as about 10 years, actually. It was, it was very, very mild and slowly got worse, and I was just told it was IBS. Mm-hmm. So were uh, offered any medication at that time? Um, various things, just like um, antispasmodic drugs. I mean, I went back and forth, as I say, for a long, long time, and gradually the symptoms got worse and worse until eventually I was um, vomiting quite regularly and uh, in, in constant pain and only eating small amounts. And eventually, really, I went back and I said, no, I've had enough, you know, you have to do some more tests. And they did. Mm-hmm. And what happened then? I got a colonoscopy and uh, they, they, sus- they phoned me up and said they suspected Crohn's. And then we got the test back from the biopsies and I was told I had Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Did they offer you any other medications then? Yes, they they put me straight on to azathioprine, immune suppressant. And how did that affect you? Uh, oh, sorry, no, I was actually on, um, first of all, they put me on prednisolone for a, a tapering dose. Sorry, that was the first thing they put me on, and that was awful. It, I found that very painful to take. Um, and I actually only got the benefits in the last two weeks of it. I actually started, for the first time in, in a long, long time, I actually felt well, but only for two weeks. And once it stopped, back came the symptoms. So they then put me on azathioprine. Mm-hmm. And when did you hear about LDM? Um, I, well, the azathioprine wasn't, was, was making me feel dreadful. I sore joints, very tired. It helped a bit with the, with the stomach pain, but I still felt dreadful. So it was actually, the, my consultant was talking about removing a small part of my inflamed bowel. And when he, I asked him, oh, does that mean I can come off the azathioprine? He turned around and he said, no, once we do the operation, we really want to keep you on it um, to prevent the Crohn's coming back. And it's then that I thought, I actually thought, oh, oh I have to go and look into this myself. And I actually Googled the Crohn's disease to try and find it as much as I could and I happened to come across LDN on a Crohn's forum. Mm-hmm. And was it easy to get a prescription? Yes, it was. I just, well, first of all, I spoke to my consultant and said, spoke to him about it and he said he really wasn't that interested in it at all. So I decided, reading about it, logically, it seemed like a good thing to try. So I did more Googling and found out about Dixon's the chemist and they were absolutely brilliant to get a prescription from. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been taking LDN now? I started it in July, the beginning of July last year, 2012, mm-hmm. and the first week I didn't, I felt a little bit worse actually, and then by the end of the second week all my symptoms had gone. Wow. I know. And So you haven't had to have any surgery, is that what you're saying? No. I didn't have to have any surgery. I came off the azathioprine because I was told by the doctor at the time, uh, my, my GP, oh, you can't come off the, the azathioprine. And I said, well, I'm feeling dreadful on it and I am coming off it. And I, he, my GP, again, wasn't at all impressed with the LDN. Uh, but I decided that, no, I was going to give it a go. And I stopped the azathioprine, started the LDN, and literally that was it. Two weeks later, I had no symptoms. And have you been back to see your consultant since? Oh, yes, I have. I've been back to see my consultant who's actually now really quite excited about it. Um, he's, 
I was just back to see him oh, just a few weeks ago and he, you know, he was asking me, he said he, they've got a big um, meeting coming up soon and he's going to be talking about it. We, we, I discussed a lot with him, I took information for him and he actually wants to try it with another um, patient that he can't give anything else to. But we did actually, sorry to ramble, but when we were talking, I said to him that the problem I, in my mind is with LDN, with the consultants, is that they tend to use it as a last resort when they've got nothing else to try because mm. it's not licensed over here. And people with me who must have quite straightforward inflammatory bowel disease, it worked. It seemed to work so well with me that it's a shame that they can't use it not as a last resort but as a much earlier, mm-hmm. um, you know, medicine to try. Yes. And he agreed, actually. Did he? Well, that mm-hmm. was um, something. Mm-hmm. And did you notice any side effects when you first started? Um, yes. After about a week, I had a bit of trouble sleeping. But I, again, with all my research, and I'm on two very good forums, that they said that you could have that. And I did. I mean, I must admit, for about seven to ten days, I was walking about like a zombie because it just affected my sleep. But, again, they said, just hang on in there, it'll pass. And it has passed. And it's it's fine. I'm I'm absolutely fine now. Oh, fantastic. So what would you say your quality of life was like on a score of 1 to 10, 10 being the best before you started LDN? Um, honestly, I'd say about 4. I remember lying one, one night, I had no energy, lying in my bed thinking, what is this all about? It was just grim. Mm. Um, and what would you say now? Now? Oh, well, my life's just normal. I, f- I forget that I've got Crohn's. I mean, I know that LDN is t- taking away the symptoms that I've got, and I know if I stop taking it, it would likely come back. Mm-hmm. But I forget that I've got Crohn's. And I know it seems, you know, it actually seems too good to be true, but that is, that's the fact. That's how it's worked with me. I don't have any symptoms. I can eat anything. Um, you know, the, my life's just... As I, my stomach feels like it did about probably about 10 years ago before I had any slow symptoms starting up. I, I don't have any bloating or anything. I just feel normal. Well, that is amazing. It that, is amazing. Mm. It really is. So what would you say to other people who are contemplating trying LDM but maybe a bit scared to go against their doctor's well, wishes? Well, with me, I, I'm very much a, I kind of work on logic and I read so much about it that I decided that it couldn't do any harm, but I actually liked the way that that it seems to work, or that's how it works. It was explained how it worked. And I thought, well, it can't do any harm. I'm taking drugs that are making me feel rotten, and they're not good for me. I know the side effects, you know, and long-term effects of likes of azathioprine or immune suppressants. And I thought, well, I'm, you know, they're, they're talking about surgery. I know that surgery you know, isn't isn't a cure, and also it can have major side effects. So I thought it can't do any harm to try it. It it worked in a complete... I didn't expect it to work as well as it did. I mean, I hoped it, it would help, mm-hmm. but it's actually worked so well. And also, um, my daughter has got fibromyalgia, and I started her on it as well because I realized... Well, reading about it was an autoimmune disease, and it took a bit longer, but her life's completely changed as well. Um, her fibromyalgia taking the LDN. Well, that's good, isn't it? I know. We, we, we've just been so lucky. How long has your daughter had fibromyalgia before she started she LDN? She was diagnosed, I think it was about the August 2011. Right. Uh, she'd probably been suffering from it for about two years. Mm-hmm. 
and she'd been given, I can't remember the name, Amitriptyline, oh, I can't remember, it could be Amitriptyline, I can't remember. She was given a, a medicine which, again, it just made her kind of drowsy, really. It didn't really help with the pain. Mm. And I said to her, you know, she's 23, my daughter, and I said, then you must just try this. And, um, but I did say to her, it can take a bit longer, because that seemed to be the information that I found, that for fibromyalgia, it can take a few months to build up. And it did, we, we found it took about three months to start kicking in, and now she's a completely different girl. I mean, she was really in pain with it all the time, and she's completely different. Well, how fantastic she found it while she was so young. Yes, I know. Yes, it's very good. Oh, I know. It was just... It's, it, I, I, it's really difficult telling people about LDN because I always sound like, oh, my God, it's too good to be true. So That's I try... Right. I always say to people, and I have a lot of people now coming to speak to me about it, and I always say to them, just go and do some research read about i send them all the links that i've got mm-hmm. and just say just have a read and make your own mind up you know because it's worked for me it's worked for my daughter but everybody's different yes thank you very much for sharing your experience with us sally no i appreciate problem. it any questions or comments you may have please email me linda l-i-n-d-a at ldnrt.org i look forward to hearing from you Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.